Hello and welcome to another episode of Anecdotes. Um, we have uh, we're recording a couple today, so in case you're wondering, yes, we're recording them a couple on the same day, and we're outside for this one, so you might hear some, I don't know, kids shouting. It's nice weather. We figured we'd be outside. Hi, Kyle. By it's the way, it's perfect weather. I'm actually getting real sleepy, so. I think Sheaves is going to have to take the lead on this one. That's okay. We have a couple of topics lined up, so that will make it a little easier as well. And uh, we're going to start with the first one. And the first one is actually one that was suggested for us by someone who watched our podcast or listened to our podcast yeah, one of the and watched seven. it. One of the seven people. He commented <laughs> on, uh, on YouTube. And it was curious about taking breaks. And it was taking breaks as a player specifically. Mm -hmm. But I figured we could broaden that on taking breaks in general, whether it's good or bad. That was his main question because obviously this whole season of Dota 2 esports has been a roller coaster with with events after events. And if you're if you're doing bad, you're playing in qualifiers the whole time. And yep. if you're lucky, you go to a minor. And then if you're even luckier, you get to major. There's a chance you're like playing nonstop. Well, I, I think the analogy that's best suited, because it's not really just players. It's really everyone yes. nowadays. You know, we're all in this grind, in this race to succeed. But, you know, if you ever watch a race, Formula One, NASCAR, you'll notice that as they go around the track, eventually they got to take a bit of a pit stop, you know? Yeah. Fill up with gas, change the tires, tires. maybe rotate wheel, whatever, whatever. Yes. Point is, you've got to do the same thing. You and know what? It's counterintuitive because you want to win the race. But if you don't brake, eventually the car just shuts down. And there is a whole science for NASCAR that calculate mm -hmm. exactly and their strategic timings yep. to, to do these brakes that make sure that they get the maximum out of their race while still stopping and then maybe stopping twice maybe like it's a whole tactic of knowing how to min max and how to yes. know when to take a break and i think that is i mean if we're starting with professional dota 2 it's good to take breaks it's nice yeah. but you do need to know when to take a break you got to schedule it out yes because there are definitely poor timings to take breaks you'll notice a lot of teams once they locked up their spot at ti mm -hmm. then they you know, relaxed a bit. I think uh, Secret, even though they keep winning events, have told me that they had a much more, not lag, it's not like they were lazy, but they certainly slowed down their pace so they could stay fresh for TI. Yeah. They're just so good they win everything anyway, but point is, the the top teams are all aware that even though you don't want to necessarily, you do need the time off. If for nothing else, then just, like, you need break. Yes. And the thing I've realized is uh is what are you working with when you get burned out it just kind of happens and you need to take your break before you before need it before that happens yeah, yeah exactly because otherwise it's now you're not it's not maintenance anymore I mean, now if it's you're like a nascar and you're probably one driver and you break you you're taking that break that pits yep. up too late you're crashing you know you're out of the race you're done exactly and that's what burnout is effectively when you get to that point where you're just like i can't do any work I don't want to do any work. I hate this. This is all terrible. It's the same as uh, when your tire starts spinning. We can ditch this analogy. We, <laughs> we get it. The idea is you got to like take breaks. Yeah. And you need to take breaks in a way that it's suited to your schedule. And also, don't make my mistake, which is to treat active vacations as breaks because they're not. And what? I think a lot of people... huh? Oh, a lot. you mean... So... In, so for me, I there is a difference between a vacation and traveling. Yes. It's not the same. Sometimes well, you just need to do nothing and not go 
I don't know, city hopping or something. It's true. Well, that's the thing. So, yeah, for the viewers or listeners, rather, that don't know, I'm homeless and have been, well, I guess, digital nomad, couch surfer, whatever, for the last year and a half or so. And it's been interesting just kind of discovering that there is a stark difference between exploring city with friends, exploring city solo, hanging out on a friend's couch, and like then the different types of friends that I might have and their interests. Because when you visit someone, especially if they're in a major city on a weekend, right, you're just kind of hopping into their life. So they're trying to go out. I'm always going to be going out. Like, that's just how it goes. You know, I'm here. Let's do it. But I've recognized that I had to be able to say no sometimes. And I had to put myself in positions mm. that I wouldn't be tempted to go do things, like stay out all night, etc. Because you just, it contributes to burnout, even though it's not work. So there was like this point a month ago when I was just kaput. I was done. And it was because... I had not taken time to do, th- to quote unquote, do nothing. Yes. You know, watch your Netflix. It's good for you. I think, because it's a, it's a tough balance. I remember I had a per- period where I was uh, unemployed. And and this is going to sound, this is real weird, because when you're unemployed, obviously you don't have a job. Yeah. And in practice, that kind of means that you're not working all day. But it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're not on all day it feels like you're not allowed quote unquote to relax because uh, well in the netherlands we have a social security system so uh there was uh i I got some pay from the government yeah so you're feeling like you know you're you're on welfare here you gotta you gotta do something so it it made me feel real guilty for example at some point i'd been i'd been saving up because i wanted to buy this camera at that point there were like snapshots like camera for for uh for something that i wanted it for and i remember being feeling so guilty that i that I bought that camera because I wasn't working and you know it's you can't really you don't have a weekend because mm-hmm. you're always not actively working but yeah. at the same time you're never really off you're never in a holiday you're never in a mindset where you can let yeah. everything go and I think for people that is I mean this was an example obviously for being unemployed but there's a lot of people that have work in yep. their head and can never and let go that's really well uh, easy to tie into being a dota player because mm-hmm. that's similar um in the regard that you're never on the clock you're never off the clock your job is to be a good dota player it's similar to any other athlete where you know your job is to be a basketball player football player whatever you know anytime you eat a brownie you're putting yourself you back know what? right i think it's easier to do that as a as a, a physical athlete yeah because then there is a clear regimen about when to take breaks. You have normally a yeah, coach or whatever. Season. And when you're a professional Dota player or esports mm-hmm. uh, player, I feel like... They're always changing the rules. They're always changing they're changing the rules. It's like if the basket just went up three feet and on this theory, weekend. And in theory, let's say you're playing 10 hours a day. There might be someone playing 11 hours a day. And then you're no like that's what you what's in your head, right? Yeah. If you're if you're not playing, someone else could be playing. I think that if you're a professional uh, basketball player or something, you know, physical training, you can only do as much. You can't by yourself just play basketball mm-hmm. um, and get the same type of practice. Well, in Dota, you can you can play the whole time. In theory, you can play 24 hours a day if yep. you if you really had you know the energy to. And there might just be someone training. 24 hours a day. Maybe someone training 25 hours a day, Sheeves. That would be very impressive. No, it wouldn't. They would just have to get a satellite internet connection and just continuously fly west. 
you fly back into the past as you're playing Dota. Time would cease as you continued to train your talents against the very no, tip tops ta of the Dota 2 No, because time still passes in where he is at in the space. Of All right. But time also slows down the faster you're moving. So theoretically, if he just got on a jet that flew fast enough. But we're talking about days here. And a day still will have 24 hours. Hmm. Defi depends on how you define a day. That would be interesting, though. So if I'm traveling at near light speed and I'm in a game of Dota with somebody, yeah. like I'm traveling near light speed in an orbit around the Earth, right? Yes. And I'm playing Internet or, or Dota 2 yeah. with someone. Time will pass the same for you. <laughs> That's not possible because I'm flying near light speed. So time has slowed down for me. Rel time and relative. I don't think so. Yes, because the fact the fact if you're flying light speed, time is going slower for you. You're flying light speed. That's time. fine, but you're still playing Dota in real time. Exactly. So what I mean is, does the same game in real time happen, but it takes less time for me to play this full game of Dota Two? Like, would it be moving slower comparatively? No, Could I? Like, you, it would be a would huge lasting advantage. advantage here. But that's an interesting. Th like, I really want to know someone listening. Like, do the math on this. <laughs> if this was possible, right? Could you train t train 24 hours a day and win TI? <laughs> like, get yourself it, and You could be theoretically playing for, you know, perhaps up to even a, a thousand hours in yeah. the span of what a mere mortal on Earth would take. You know, he would only have 24. So this is just something, you know, wow. OpenAI, Elon Musk, if you're out there, this is something to think about. I mean, about. he is out there. If you're listening, that's the question. Yeah, Doubt so it. The, but the topic at hand. Taking geez, breaks. Before we got distracted. Yes. I think it's very difficult. Like, how do you force yourself to let go? Because, you know, we are in a, in a line of work where we're freelancers. So, in a way, that's the same style as, you know, you, you, when you take time off, you could still be working. Type of scenario, right? And we had to have to be really good at knowing when to just yeah not do anything. And it's it sounds real counterintuitive, but that was definitely something that I had to learn as well. Well, it's it's also hard because you know that anytime you're not working, you're not getting paid, right? Yep. There's no uh, there's no salary or benefits. Exactly. So if you get offered an event, it's hard to turn it down when you realize that you know if hey. if you don't do it, the time will pass just the same, except you won't be paid. No, it's even worse because if you don't do it, sure you don't get paid. It means someone else will do it who might do a better job or who might do a job that is good enough to be invited back, which means they don't need yeah. you next time, which means you're missing out on multiple pays. That is literally what happened to me yeah, at some point as well. It's the same with uh, players, you know. If it's a not a meme, but just this known thing, if you're like a quarterback yeah. in the NFL. Or really just at any point, you never let your backup get an opportunity, ever. Yeah, because... Because your backup could be better than you, will be your younger than you, um, on a better contract than you, who knows. But the idea is you don't ever want to let someone try out yeah. next to you, which is kind of tough, especially when you're at like the talent side of things. And a lot of the people we work with are all our friends, right? Yeah. And you want your friends to get work. The thing is that it, it's like... It's at a point, it's happened to us. It's happened to probably everyone that works in any talent in any scene where your friend will like take the job that would have been yours. Yep. Right. And that's a, that's still a weird aspect of our job that I'm not sure I'm still fully at terms with. I think. Yeah. It's hard to be the terms with it. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do if you're like like. Sure. I, I got yeah. passed over for a couple events, and you know you just. 
that's life, right? Yeah. I'll get some in the future. You hope for the best, but it's the innate competitiveness. It's just, I mean, really, it, it's at least a step back from what it is as a Dota player, yeah. right? Where you're in direct competition with other people. So while you're friends with these players, you know, you're talking about the difference between your squad might win $10,000, $20,000 at this event. Theirs might win two hundred, three hundred thousand, dollars $300,000, or maybe it's vice versa. Yeah. It's, uh, and you're both spending that same week at the event. Yep. It's a tough topic because we, we were saying how it's very difficult to let go and all that. But we were also saying how it is important to let go. But how do you practice your brain switching off or, you know, being able to let go? I think that I think everybody can recognize the importance of taking time off and knowing when the right time is. But how do you know when the right time is? How do you know, like, okay, let's say I, I'm taking an event off. Do I want to take one event off? Should I, should I try to schedule two weeks? Should I take a month? Should I take two days? Is that enough? Like, how do you know what is enough time for a break? And how do you actively force yourself on, like, wait a second, this squared off period of time that I have decided is the most the the ultimate best time for taking time off this is the time where i'm going to take time off and i'm going to do that by i don't know move to an uh, island that doesn't have an internet connection like how do you turn off your brain <laughs> that's the thing and then the problem also that i have that i run into constantly is that i don't like turning off my brain it just makes me anxious and nervous about the future and what am i doing with my yeah, life because i'm not doing anything and that i'm means just you sitting can't here watching enjoy show. your time off that's counterintuitive all the way yeah. well it's just because i have this weird not weird world view but i you know, if you look at life as just like this endless series of distractions until your eventual demise, mm -hmm. right? Theoretically, it doesn't matter exactly what it is you're doing to distract yourself so long as you personally find it fulfilling because purpose is somewhat self-generated. And it's just difficult for me to accept this state of contentment. Yeah. I feel like there's two different types of people. There are those that can just manufacture happiness from within, right? They're just satisfied with life. They could be on an island with their friends in a Mai Tai, feed up with a book, and they could do that every day, and they'd be totally cool with it. No, obviously, different methods of relaxation, maybe bocce ball here and there. I am not one of those people. I need to be engaged and stimulated in some regard, or mm -hmm. I end up have like retreating into my own mind. And it's a jungle in there. It's terrifying. <laughs> Okay. So how do you switch off? Like, what's a, what's the way? Like, people are gonna listen. Is like, oh yeah, this is a good point. I know that I need a break, and you know what is what is a method that you can suggest? Like, are there any handhelds <laughs> that you can give people? <laughs> yeah, definitely. That are not stimuli. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely hand somebody something to take a load off their mind. No, I mean, I know I'm serious. It's like, how do you? convince someone that already knows like I, actually let's take a step back because this is a big problem of course but you can also you can you can simplify it as to a problem that a lot of people have every sunday hmm. they can't Monday. enjoy the last day or last half yep. of the sunday because they know that this is the last half of the sunday and tomorrow they gotta go back to work even though that last you know the last eight hours of sunday can be bliss but because you know you gotta go to work tomorrow you're not able to enjoy yep. it as much so how do you make well, people enjoy that time as like the way they should? I feel you? like it's um, it's it kind of goes 
it's similar to what I said, except it's, it's like a microcosm of it, which would be, you know, how can you enjoy your life if you know that eventually you're going to die? How do you enjoy Sunday when you know Monday's on the horizon? It's, I think the answer to both is one of the same, which is um, the life advice that I tell myself and the world to remind mostly myself of it all the time, mm-hmm. which is that you don't need to do something with your life, Sheaves. You don't need to think about Monday. All you need to do is something with your day, which would be the Sunday there in front of you. And also, hopefully, make sure you get at least six hours of sleep before work. That's true. Uh, I want to add to that, though. Hmm. You don't have to do anything with your day. I think that is important, too. You're just, you just advocated true. how important it is sometimes to just do nothing and watch Netflix. It, sometimes that is just fine. You don't need to do anything with your yeah. day. I think you, you have to... I, I've been... There's this old saying. Um, it, it's like when you're young, you you have a hard time forgiving. And when you get a little older, you become comfortable forgiving other people. And then when you're old and wise, you forgive yourself. And I think that that's... Is that a always... saying? Yeah. <laughs> Never. I think, uh, it feels like... Okay, go for it. Look, the, it's, oh. it's easy. It's much easier to forgive other people than it is yourself. And it's a lot easier to hold your own failures or regrets against yourself because there's no one who's going to tell you it's wrong mm. and it doesn't really feel wrong because you know you want to hold yourself accountable but at the same time everyone's path is full of many many mistakes in fact some paths such as my own began with a mistake like before i was even born a mistake was made and now ta-da we have a <laughs> podcast so you know in all, all stars things stars alive yeah <laughs> more than just the stars so <laughs> I don't know if that helps you, but point is, don't hold things against yourself. The same way it's not right to hold on to anger against others, it's even worse. Um, It's actually funny because I I tend to ask um, bartenders and Uber drivers specifically for life advice before we never see each other again because I just feel like that I, I like conversations that where you know, kind of just like you've come together, you know, stars aligned. You're with this person mm-hmm. in a, for a very small amount of time, and then gone, boom, whatever. You're just extras in each other's life. But maybe there's a little piece of info you could share that would save the day at some point in the future. Anyway, this one guy really enjoyed talking with him. Uh, he said to me that it was bad to lie to other people, but the most terrible thing to lie to yourself. And he told me always be true to yourself and be honest with who you are and what you want. And I think that if you really examine those questions and you, and you think about, you know, what is it I really want? You often find that you're, you're willing to give yourself and provide a lot more clarity than you thought was there originally. If that makes sense. It does make sense. And I also think that it's, you know, you be true to yourself is, is super important. And if we're going back to the, the Sunday thing or having to take a break or whatever, let's say you've got your job in your head too much mm. um, or you're, you're worried about your job, whatever. I think the, the biggest, you can, you, know, you can ask yourself, can you do anything about it at this very moment? Let's say it's, let's say it's Sunday afternoon, you know, it's going to be Monday morning tomorrow and I'm looking forward, I'm not looking forward to work because I don't know what's happening. There's probably some meeting that I'm really dreading or whatever. Mm. And that's in my head, and that's why I can't enjoy the Sunday afternoon. But if I then ask myself, like, hey, can I do anything about that right now? The answer is most yeah. likely no. True. 
So why worry about it? If you can change it, change it. Don't worry about it. If you can't change it, well, yeah. just don't worry about it. It doesn't work for me either. Yeah. But, you know, hey. No, but it, it, I mean, in theory, it, it, it can. I mean, um, let's take my job as an example. I want to do, I want to do real good at things, mm. you know, I want to, I want to, I want to be the best if possible. Like no one ever was. Like no one ever was. But I can ask myself, like, can I do anything about it? The answer is always yes, because I'm a freelancer. I've always had it in my mind. But then do I want to get my notebook right now and continue writing stuff? Or, uh, I don't know, continue reading the book that, that makes, that helps me or whatever. Mm. And the answer is probably no, because I'm lazy. Then it's like, okay, well, if you don't want to do that, then don't worry yep. about it because it's not going to change anything. It's just going to be in my head. You got to be able to let it go and maybe schedule some time knowing that I will do that. For example, when I'm going, when I'm on a plane, I will yep. read that book. So I will get to it. It's just not now. So I don't have to think about it. Close that door, block it off in your mind and focus on the now. Yeah. And speaking of reading books, I've been trying to read books on planes. I actually went through two on this last one to get to you guys excellent and i'm even going to plug it right now the unbearable lightness of being entered my top 10 possibly top five and just Ooh, the one wow. read through and i'm gonna have to do another one excellent and it's a really weird portal inside my mind actually because the dude that wrote it malan kudera actually is very similar viewpoints even though he died you know 70 years ago that's mm -hmm. what's crazy about books is like yeah. you realize you're really not such a special snowflake this old dead dude probably like a roman or a greek like way back when if you ever read any of the stoics or uh even you know look at yeah. plato dude he still has messages that mean something to us since like 3k years later so go figure go figure so um we gotta close this one okay so the key is Taking breaks is good. Definitely. Figuring out when to do, when to take breaks mm. and what the balance should be is an art form and everybody is different mm. in that regard. We can't answer that one for you, but make sure that when you do take a break, the break is actually an actual, actual break. And um, that is a difficult one, but it's not impossible. So go for it. Yeah. Good luck. Good Let luck. us know what you find and maybe you can... Uh, help yeah maybe you can you can figure out the the formula that would be great also about the traveling of light anyway uh we'll see you guys on the next yeah. <laughs> episode <laughs> <laughs> i don't know see you later bye bye, -bye.